Hi, podcasters. I'm Dr. Mary Larajani. And I'm Dr. Rena Lau. And welcome to the Skin the Surface podcast, where we are going to address various topics related to your skin. Welcome back, podcasters. It's your two favorite dermatologists, Dr. Mary and Dr. Rena. Today's episode, we will discuss one of the most common reasons people see a dermatologist around this time of year, and it's that dreaded winter itch. We will not only give some helpful tips and tricks to manage that dry winter itch, but we'll also touch upon how to get rid of that rough and bumpy rash on your arms and legs. And even though these recommendations are for the wintertime, we recommend that people use them year-round. And to jump right into it, winter itch is a common concern among a lot of our patients and can often worsen skin conditions such as eczema and psoriasis. Dry skin in the winter can even cause a type of eczema called asteatotic eczema, and this is when the skin looks dry, itchy, and cracked. The winter itch can be incredibly stubborn. The more you itch, the more you scratch, and the cycle is endless. Lucky for you, we're sharing some of our personal tips to break the cycle and rehydrate the skin. Let's start with bathing. Especially in the winter when you are not as sweaty, is increasingly important to reduce the number of showers. Spacing your bathing to every other day is a helpful way to avoid drying out your skin. Even though the hot water may feel great on your itchy skin, hot showers not only dry out the skin, but worsen the itch. Especially in patients who have dermatographism like myself, which are hives induced by scratching. That's great, Rena. Um, So just to add some more information about gentle bathing routines, um, you want to opt for a fragrance-free bar soap, which will gently cleanse the skin without using too harsh of chemicals that can irritate and exacerbate itch. Instead of using a loofah or a washcloth, use your hands instead. Too much scrubbing can actually irritate and damage the skin. And as crazy as this sounds, you don't need to use soap all over your body. Really, the only places that you need to use soap are the areas that get smelly or dirty, so the armpits, the groin, and the feet. All you need is water for the rest of you to cleanse the skin. As soon as you get out of the shower, gently pat dry your skin and apply a thick moisturizer from head to toe. I often recommend my patients lather themselves like a turkey. In general, the thicker your moisturizer, the more hydrating it will be for your skin. If you don't mind that greasy feeling, ointments are the best moisturizers. A few I recommend are Vaseline, Aquaphor, and now CeraVe has a healing ointment, which are extremely hydrating. And this... These protect the skin barrier from harsh everyday irritants. If you really don't like the feeling of an ointment, the next best option is a cream. These are usually available in large jars and are in between a lotion and an ointment in terms of the thickness. A few creams that I recommend are the Eucerin Advanced Repair Cream and CeraVe Moisturizing Cream. Any other products that you like, Mary? Yeah, I really like the La Roche-Posay Lipicar Advanced Repair Intense Moisturizing Cream, and I actually use that on my face and my body because it's non-comedogenic, which means it won't break you out. And then for the hands specifically, because my hands get really dry and itchy during the winter, I like the Neutrogena Norwegian Formula Hand Cream. Okay, so beyond moisturizers, there are other ways to lock in moisture in your skin. Adding a humidifier to your home can be a godsend. Indoor heating can reduce the humidity in our homes and cause a drier environment. So adding a humidifier can add back some of that moisture in the air. And as you can imagine, the more hydration in the air, the more hydration in your skin. This can be especially helpful for those who suffer from eczema and asthma. Um, And one last way to soothe that winter itch is through your choice of clothing. Although you may love your wool socks and turtleneck sweater, they're probably making your itch worse. 
Instead of wools and synthetic fibers that can irritate the skin, wearing a light, breathable cotton in a loose-fitting attire can actually prevent further irritation of the skin. Okay, so what if you do all the above, but the itch is still not relieved? Well, then it's important to talk with your dermatologist about other options. For some patients, you actually might need a medicated therapy, such as a topical steroid, um, to calm down irritation in the skin and allow for skin healing. So we talked about winter itch. What about that rough and bumpy skin on the arms and legs year-round? Is that caused by winter itch? Well, not exactly. The rough and bumpy rash is a skin condition called keratosis pilaris. This often resembles goosebumps, or it's often called chicken skin. Sometimes our patients may confuse these bumps with small pimples, but the difference is that these bumps feel rough and dry like sandpaper, are more noticeable in the winter or in a dry climate, and at times may be itchy. Keratosis pilaris affects 80% of children and adolescents and 40% of adults. And like Mary mentioned, people of all ages and races may experience this skin condition. For most people, it begins either before two years of age or during the teenage years around puberty, and this is because of hormonal changes. In children, these bumps appear on the upper arms, thighs, and cheeks, versus in teens and adults, they can also appear on the buttock. So what is the cause of these rough bumps, Mary? Is it contagious? Well, that's a great question. Good news is keratosis pilaris is not contagious. These rough-feeling bumps are caused by an overproduction of dead skin cells called keratin, and these dead skin cells then plug the opening of the hair follicle, which is known as the pore. And so as the dead cells accumulate, they form a hard scale and redness around the pore, and that's why it looks pink and feels like sandpaper. Hormonal changes, family history, dry skin, asthma, eczema, obesity, and some genetic skin conditions that cause very dry skin have been shown to increase a person's risk of getting keratosis pilaris. Though the skin condition is not contagious nor life-threatening, it has a significant impact on one's self-esteem, self-confidence, and body image. In fact, many of our patients voice concerns about feeling embarrassed and self-conscious about wearing certain outfits that may expose their rough and bumpy rash on their arms and legs. If you have keratosis pilaris, it's important to know that it's not curable, but it's definitely treatable. The most important step in treatment is keeping your skin hydrated, as is the theme of today's episode. Most moisturizing creams used to treat keratosis pilaris are going to contain one of the following ingredients, and those are urea, salicylic acid, glycolic acid, or lactic acid. One product that's really great and it's new is Eucerin Roughness Relief Lotion and also Spot Treatment. And these two products have different concentrations of urea that help smooth out the skin. Another great option is Emlactin, and that's available over-the-counter and contains lactic acid as the main ingredient. And another option on top of that is um, CeraVe's SA Cream, which uses salicylic acid for gentle exfoliation. So for the best results, you want to apply these moisturizers within five minutes of getting out of the bath or the shower. Well, that's all we have for today. Thanks for tuning in. To continue to get updates, give us feedback, and let us know about topics that you want us to skin the surface of, follow us on either Twitter or Instagram at skin underscore the surface. Tune in next week as we discuss a therapy that initially became famous by the Kardashians as the famous vampire facial, but is actually used for the treatment of many other skin conditions.